0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to the Crew First Culture Podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining me today. I really, really appreciate you spending some time with me. I want to first say sorry once again for putting the Monday Mindset episode out on Tuesday. But, you know, like I talk about on here quite a bit, life is about balance. And sometimes the podcast is... Not a priority, and so I have had a lot going on, just aside from all the social media stuff. you know we are doing a pretty intensive remodeled job on our kitchen ourselves, and so I have been trying to get that done because we are I'm currently putting together the pantry which means every single bit of food and everything else that's in a pantry is all over our kitchen and it's just not ideal so trying to get that done and that is definitely a priority yesterday we had people in and out of our house all day long and, and loud stuff going on cleaning out our vents and so it was just a mess and so again that's kind of why it didn't get done yesterday I'll I'm also doing some other things as far as the social media stuff goes, working on kind of figuring out this whole club's, clubhouse thing. I held a room yesterday talking about some of the underground leadership movement stuff, which was really cool. It's It's just starting up, and so there's not a lot of firefighters on there. And so, you know, it's just kind of everybody's learning their way around it and and trying to figure out how we can use it, you know, to, to further our messages, I guess is the best way to put that. And so it was, it was a really cool deal. You know, had off and on between 12 to 15 people, which is, I cannot, I don't feel bad about that for sure. That's, I was, I was very happy with that, met some new people. And so it was a really cool deal. Anyway, I know that there are a lot of people out there that don't know what it is at all. I know there are a lot of people out there that know what it is, but they either don't have an iPhone or they they haven't gotten an invite yet, which that's that's a couple bad things about it is right now it's only for iPhones. And right now it's basically invite only, and they only give you a few invites to hand out. And so, it's just just one of the things where I just happened to be lucky enough to ask the right person, and, and they had an invite and were very, um, I'm thankful that he was nice enough to give it to me. and so that's the only reason I'm on. I'm not anything special or anything like that. I just lucked out. They every once in a while they'll give you more invites, so I will be handing them out as soon as I get them. But anyway, I really, really think it's gonna be a, a cool deal, especially with this underground leadership movement that I just started and and I'll speak to that for a few minutes and then we'll get into our topic, I promise. But you know, if you haven't listened to any of these episodes yet, I it's a it basically is kind of a standalone by it on its own thing. It's not associated with the podcast because it's I, I try to gear it more to just topic driven things you know the podcasts were kind of everywhere it, you might hear 15 different topics talked about in one episode and if you are trying to find any particular topic in the kind of the history of the the show it's very difficult so the underground leadership movement is basically a set topic each episode i put them out on youtube right away i've i've out three so far. I'm probably try to stick with around one a week. Once it's been on YouTube for a couple of days, I will have a a live discussion either on Facebook or Instagram is kind of how I did it last week. And that's kind of also where I want to work in this clubhouse thing as well. So that's that's what we talked about yesterday. We just ha, kind of had an open discussion, uh, question and answer session. And so that's where that is. And over the weekend, I think that I will put that week's Underground Leadership Movement episode on the podcast platform. And so if you have noticed, the first two episodes of that Underground have been released on the podcast platforms and so, if you haven't caught those on YouTube, you can catch them later on, on the podcast. So that's just a little bit, of, a little bit of housekeeping, kind of trying to catch you up with everything that's going on. If you aren't aware of all these things, oh, I, I'm just super, super excited. I've said it over and over again, but I think this, this underground is going to be a really, really good thing. I know there are a lot of people out there that need it. And what's exciting to me about it is it's not just me doing it. It's not just me spouting out my, my opinions. And then that's it. It's, it's those episodes. And then, you know, the, the ability to go live and really just get feedback from everybody else and talk through some issues. And, and it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be a good, good thing. I know it. And I'm very excited about it. So anyway, Gotta check out those things. I I hope that some of these these episodes have done some good for you. I have been very, very honored here lately. You know, just since I put put out the first episode of the the Underground, I've been shocked at the the feedback. I have just tremendous, tremendous feedback from people on that and the rick george episodes which i'm not surprised about rick is a truly an amazing person he he has lived an amazing story he is the embodiment of just a drastic turnaround and and somebody who has taken the challenges of life and just done amazing things with them so if you have not heard those episodes lots and lots of people have reached out to me so just inspired by that. So definitely go back and listen to those episodes. You will you will not be disappointed, I promise. But catch up on the Leadership Underground and and any other episodes that you have fallen behind on. And I am just excited to be on this journey with you. And thank you very much. If you have any feedback that you're wanting to give, I really appreciate it. And as always, I, I want to thank Woods Force One's Door Kits for their sponsorship, and we'll get into it. And so all of that being said, today, kind of what's on my mind, and this has been on my mind for a long, long time, because you just see it over and over again. And I'm honestly, I'm just tired of it. and And I've seen it personally as well. But it's the blaming of the generational differences, you know, and that's, what's funny is it's usually the millennials and as many people point out every time it's brought up the millennials are in their 30s now. The millennials are not teenagers. They they're not early 20s people that are coming into the fire service, you know, super young. The the people that we are blaming as millennials are not even I don't even know what they are now. Gen Gen Z or whatever. I I don't even care. I I'm so irritated at the whole generational thing. And, and here's my thoughts on that. You know, I don't care what generation you come from. If you come to my station and I am put as a leader over you, I don't care if it's a formal leader or an informal leader. If I am put over you, it is my responsibility that you know your job, you know, it, I don't care what you learned in rookie school or whatever rookie school looks like at your specific department, because that is a, a very wide range. You know, you, you could be at a department that has a nine month rookie school. You could be at a department that does not have anything. And so that, that doesn't mean anything to this discussion. This discussion is dealing with once that person is put on shift at that station, or whatever if if you're in a, vol- a volunteer department once that person is re- released to do their duties whatever that entails and so you know like i said i have seen it personally and and it's it's very irritating to me because when i say personally i i will give i'm not going to give these examples i'm not going to tell specifics but i have personally seen at least 3 different situations where i have heard lots and lots of people talk uh, bad about this particular firefighter and not just one person not just a couple people on their, on the same shift but literally several people on different shifts and so you know i will have this person come work with me on my, at my station with my crew. And I don't see anything that I have heard. You know, I don't see the laziness. I don't see the, they don't know what they're doing. I don't see the, he has no work ethic. I don't see any of that because we sit there and we work with them and we involve them in things. We empower them to do better we ask them hey what do you want to work on today what do you what do you want to train on what do you need help with and when there are issues because yeah there's there's been issues with some of these people we deal with them directly and and treat them like adults and they take it well and they change and we don't have any problems again in that area I will be as non specific as I can because I feel like it's important to kind of go into some of these situations just so you know what I'm talking about. So I will try to tell a, a fairly close story as I can. So one of these people is somebody that has been griped about since rookie school. You know, before I even met this person, before I even truly was face to face with this person, I have heard. an untold amount of negatives about him, about, you know, he just doesn't involve himself in anything. He just wants to talk. He acts like he has been on the job for 10 years. He doesn't do any work. He isn't, you know, isn't willing to involve himself in training, blah, 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 over and over and over and over again. So we, we get him, we get him for an extended time, you know, three or four shifts in a row. And I I'm just surprised at what I see. You know, I see somebody that jumps up and, and wants to wants to do stuff. If if it's time to cook, he's cooking. If it's time to, you know, train, he is involved in the training. He is engaged in the training, asking questions, just just looking at him. And, and seeing the look on his face, he is truly involved and engaged in the training. And so I'm sitting there just thinking, oh, why does this happen? So we, one of these days, you know, we get a, a full arrest, and it's a pretty intense situation. And so I noticed that his chest compressions are just trash. They, they are not adequate at all. And some of it, I think one of my firefighters kind of straightens about a little bit during the call, as best as you can in a situation like that. But afterwards we get back to the station and I kind of pull him aside and just talk to him about it and just say, you know, this is what I observed that that doesn't work. You You need to work on that technique and get better at it. And he was totally just like, he, you could tell he absorbed it and, and was very open to that, you know, positive criticism, whatever you want to call it. And so later on, you know, we had another call like that a day or so later and he did great. And and what made it even better is before he left us knowing that he wasn't going to be back out to our station, he pulled me aside and thanked me for treating him like a, an adult and, and confronting these things face-to-face and actually spending the time to, to do that. And that made me think, man, what are these people doing that are on his crew? You know, these, these senior people, these officers that are in charge of him are responsible for making sure he knows what he's doing, are responsible for guiding him on the right path to start his career, are responsible to to tighten up any looseness in his techniques and skills. But it seems like all they want to do is just gripe about where he is ineffective, gripe about his deficiencies instead instead of spending time fixing them. And that really irritates me. And it really, really irritates me when I see firsthand that that's exactly what's going on. And so I will—I'll say another situation, and this is a situation where you know, again, you know, I just hear the same stuff about this person. He—he's just—he's lazy. He doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't know how to do anything. Blah blah blah. And I know this crew that he is on doesn't do a dang thing for training does not spend any time bettering themselves that they don't have to do. And so right out of the gate, I know that I better come into this situation open-minded because I am probably not hearing the true story. And so we get him one day and I'll tell you right now, It was one of the funnest days I have had in several months. Because at the time we were going through a pretty low 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 time, a slump. You know, we were struggling. It was dealing with the COVID stuff and, and everything else. It was just a it was not a fun time. And we get this guy, and he is involved in everything we do. He Did not gripe about one single thing we did all day. Did not gripe about calls. And I was just blown away again at what I saw. And again, I just get so frustrated that instead of spending time helping these people improve where they need to improve, because they're new people, they're new firefighters, they're going to have areas that they need help improving. Don't expect them to, to roll in day one a pro at everything. It's it's ridiculous. So anyway, I just, it's crazy to me that we will sit there and spend so much time griping about somebody, complaining about them, making fun of them, and, and anywhere and anything in between. But we won't spend a dang minute. We won't lift a dang finger to help them out. And, you know, I described it as irritating. I almost go as far as disgusting. It It is just ridiculous to me that that's how we choose to spend our experience. You know, I I've, I've posted it several times. I've said it several times. One of my, my favorite quotes in that kind of that area is from Scott Thompson. And it was on one of it was on the episode that he was a guest with me. And he said that experience is worthless if you don't share it. And there is nothing more true than that. I have really gotten a bad taste in my mouth for the whole the, the term senior firefighter and, and even the term experience in general. Because I see that so much nowadays is, you know, the senior firefighters, they're the freaking lazy people sitting in the recliner. It's not it's not the millennial. It's not the new person. It's not the the younger generation. And I say that I will correct myself. Yeah, it's probably the newer generation as well. But why is that? Probably because their senior leadership is sitting right there, right there next to them. So, you know, let's not gripe about the newer generation, the younger generation, the millennials and the Gen Z's and and X's and and Y's and, and whatever. How about we put some time into these people to make them better, make them better firefighters, make them better people. You know, that's something else that I'm I'm trying to kind of really start to to hammer is you know it's not just our job to make these people better firefighters it's our job to make these people better people and when I do that when I focus on trying to make somebody a better person I am becoming a better person as well so I, I feel like I have <laughs> feel like I have kind of put out a little passion here today. And, and I, hopefully you feel that because this is something that I am passionate about. I am very passionate about the fact that you don't sit there and gripe about anybody until you have put every ounce of energy you've had into trying to help this person. Because if you haven't, then that's what your your first step better be. Don't sit there and gripe about somebody because they don't know how to do their job unless you have been out and tried to teach them that job. You have no right to gripe about somebody if you have not put any time and effort into them. So that's kind of where I'll leave it at today. I really have appreciated, you know, everybody reaching out to me here lately. I I hope that we can keep spreading this message, keep spreading the podcast and the the underground leadership movement. I hope that we can continue to spread that throughout the world because that's what the world needs. And it's not me. It's way bigger than I am, way bigger than me. It's the message. It's the message of we are here to help others. It's the message of we are here to spread positivity and a in a world that is so consumed with negativity. It's a message of we are here to build a better fire service and it's going to be built one better leader at a time. So thank you very, very much for your time. Please keep your eyes out. You know, there's a lot of things going on right now, not just with, with me and the crew first culture and an underground leadership movement, but, but with lots of other people in the, the social media world with, the fire service. Lots of other people are trying to kind of get a foothold in the clubhouse. Lots of other people have started new podcasts. So, you know, I know everybody's time is limited. And when I say things like this, that that means that it's taken away time that you could be putting into my stuff. But, you know, we, we are doing great things and and doing great things together and supporting each other is only going to help each other so have a great week i look forward to our episode thursday that we'll be putting out with my guest mark davidson man i really enjoyed that conversation he is definitely somebody that i connect with really well so i know you will enjoy that as well i released episode 3 of the underground leadership movement on YouTube earlier today. So that's out. So lots of content out there. I apologize if I'm swamping people, but it, I just, it is just coming out. And so I'm, I'm going to put it out there. If, if people enjoy it then enjoy it, if, if you don't have time for it, then hopefully at some point you will. So thank you. I appreciate it. And until next time, everybody stay safe take care of each other, stay humble, and do work.